The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our epistle reading for this past Sunday. We're looking at Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, where the Apostle Paul was inspired to write, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. My dear friends in Christ, most people do tend to do a little bit of daydreaming in their lives and oh, we maybe would tend to start daydreaming at a time when things got a little bit too routine or too boring in our lives or or even if the things that are happening in our lives end up being such a headache that we just have to focus elsewhere and sometimes it's good for us to daydream because to daydream gets us to oh just maybe keep our sanity a little bit instead of going crazy because of the trials and troubles that we face in life Yet, daydreaming can cause all kinds of problems. For example, the student in school who daydreams while the teacher is teaching him, he may end up failing his tests. Or the assembly line worker who is daydreaming as he's working to put a car or something else together on that assembly line may end up having some problems with the final product or daydreaming while driving. Now that can cause all kinds of grief and accidents and, and death. So in general, daydreaming, well, there are times when we can get away with it. There might be even times when it's even good for us to daydream, but really when you think about it, when you think about it, we need to be thinking about what we're doing or else there could be problems. In our reading today, what the Apostle Paul is doing is he's encouraging us to remove any daydreaming from our spiritual lives. And, well, he says, set your minds on things above Set your mind on things above, to not daydream, to, but to focus on our Christian lives and where we're ultimately going. Paul's letter to the Colossians was largely addressed to Christians who were recent converts to Christianity. And prior to our reading, what Paul had done is he stressed how how important it is for us to realize that their salvation, our salvation, it has been accomplished completely by Christ. Paul said, once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you. When you were dead in your sins, God made you alive with Christ he forgave us all our sins. Well, 
then what Paul does is in contrast to the completeness of our salvation, the fact that Jesus has done everything for us for our eternal salvation and we're saved totally by his work and not by our own, yet what Paul now also does is he addresses the ongoing struggle that all Christians face as we live in this sinful world. The ongoing struggle that we have that what we want to do is we want to reflect the change that God has brought about in us. That, well, we were children of Satan and sin, now we're children of God. And it makes sense that there will be a difference because we're children of God. Well, see, what Paul is urging the Colossians to do, he's urging us to do, is make our thoughts and our words and our lives consistent with our new life as God's believing children. Paul said, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. The Colossians and all Christians who were rescued from the slavery of sin and unbelief they're actually now really living because we're alive in Christ. Through the redeeming work of our Savior, we're really alive now. And we've been set free from the eternal death, the eternal punishment that we rightfully deserve because of our sins. And not only have we been freed from the eternal punishment that, we've been deserved, that we deserve, we've received the promise of eternal life eternal blessings with, that God's Son secured for us with his, with his life and his death and his resurrection. So Paul says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And the terms there, things above and earthly things, they don't just simply reply, refer to things here on this earth and things in heaven. Things above, it's not just the life to come and earthly things, it's not just our current life. Paul, when he says this, he's not saying that what we should do is we should occupy our thoughts only with the heavenly and the spiritual to the total exclusion of the earthly and the physical. The contrast that he's really making here is about things that are fitting and appropriate for a person whose life here on earth is only a prelude to the eternal life that he's going to enjoy one day in heaven. And well, things that are fitting for us as believing children of God, things that are not fitting for us as children of God. Earthly things then are those thoughts, words, and actions that are a reflection of our former life when we didn't know Christ, when we were enslaved by sin, when, well, without faith it was impossible to please God, when we couldn't please God. That's what he's talking about here with earthly things. And here what Paul wants us to do is concentrate instead on those things that reflect our new life in Christ. 
and then to turn away from everything else. Well, what reflects our new life in Christ? Living as believing children of God, praying to our God, studying his word, worshiping him, and, well, striving to be good parents or children or citizens or bosses or employees or whatever our station is in life, always wanting our lives to reflect the fact that we're believing children of God and that we're going to heaven. So he's saying here, don't daydream. Don't be just living a spiritual, floating through this out life without remembering who you really are. And who we are is, well, through faith in Christ, you're a child of God. You are an heir of eternal life. So, as Paul says, set your minds on things above and never forget where you're going because of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for making us your believing children. Help us always to not daydream spiritually, but to focus on who we are and where we are going because of Jesus, our Savior. In his name we pray, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.